Welcome to the 14th episode of Let's Conquer Books. J.A. Lanford said, No matter what his rank or position may be, the lover of books is the richest and the happiest. In this episode, I talk about how the Outliers book will help you understand that you need to practice a lot to become a master. Also, you're likely to be far more successful when you are passionate about what you do. And lastly, you don't have to be a genius to be extremely successful. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander the Great Reader, and this is the last episode of the six-part series, The Life-Changing Books That Helped Me Read 105 Books in 2017. Now, Outliers was written by Malcolm Gladwell, and he also wrote Blink, The Tipping Point, and David and Goliath, all books I've read, and they're really good. I recommend them. Now, the concept of Outliers is a statistical concept. The definition is that it's an unusual observation standing away from the overall pattern. An example I will use is, let's say a dealership, and the dealership has an average car sales per salesman of four cars a month. That's four sales a month per car salesman. That's what they average after their study. But they found in their study that there was one salesman who averages 15 cars a month. The one who sells 15 cars a month, he is an outlier. That's not normal. That's extremely successful. So they wouldn't really count them in the study. Now, Malcolm Gladwell's theory is that ability is not the defining factor of outliers. You also have to factor in opportunities, diligent work, and circumstances you were born in, brought up in, or nurtured in. Now, the CEO and founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, can be an example. Let's say that he didn't go to college college he didn't go to harvard you know that's where he found friends that helped them with the idea of facebook let's say he never met steve jobs and or was never offered to be mentored by steve jobs let's say he never met tom of myspace and saw what he was doing wrong and he applied it on his platform those are all factors in why he's become this outlier of a ceo so rich and created such a big company. The first takeaway I got from the book is that to become a master at your craft, you need to put in 10,000 hours of practice. So genius is a result of tremendous amount of work and practice. There's a lot of controversy behind the 10,000 hour rule study by Anders Ericsson. Some people have said that you really don't need that much time to become a master or professional, but You know, it's basically you got to put in your time, you got to practice, you got to work hard. You need to. And his study said that you need dedication to practice. You need an actual environment that helps you practice. And you also need an aspect of luck. The book talks about Bill Gates. He uses his dedication to programming and a computer lab will be his environment. But, you know, there really wasn't computer labs when he was a teenager, but He was lucky. He met this guy called Bill Joy, who owns Sun Microsystems. And he, I guess he had like access to a computer and he let teens use those computers. And these computers were expensive back then. So Bill Gates 
was able to practice in an environment that dedication you had practice in that environment now me i'm not looking to become a professional reader but i am looking to be an outlier reader so you know i've dedicated myself to reading one and a half hours a day and if i can read more i try i also have this environment that I, i've created where i'm on instagram and it's all about books book readers book platforms book apps you know podcasts like mixed mental arts book of titans joe rogan you know where authors and book readers are there having conversations blogs where people are talking about the books they like and strategies about how reading more books and how uh, studies about the good things about reading books i also had an aspect of luck in, in my success because I, i feel like the time i'm living in is i have access to so much books There's this thing called goodreads.com which I've talked about that has a reading challenge which motivates me shows me where I am in my reading challenge tells others where they are in a reading reading challenge that I'm not the only one on this journey. I also have this library system that's public here in Orlando that gives me access to apps like Overdrive and Hoopla that let me download ebooks and audiobooks on my phone for free. I can go on the library website and suggest titles that they don't have and request books to be sent to my home. I don't even have to go to the library. I can build a want list and just keep requesting them and they'll be sent right to my door. And I feel that I'm an average American, especially when I started my journey in reading. You know, the average American reads four books a year. I was probably reading less when I started my journey. Now I'm not average. I'm an outlier. They wouldn't put me in a study if they called me and said how many books you read a year i'll say 100 they're like okay that's not normal we're not going to put them in that study i'm an outlier when it comes to reading books now the second takeaway is you are likely to be far more successful when you are passionate about what you do so the book talks on an example of a jewish family that immigrates to new york and they have a passion for clothing and manufacturing so they saw an opportunity in new york to make child aprons And they had success by working long hours and that success they were able to hire more employees and then have a factory. They were doing meaningful work. They were their own boss. They were being engaged in what they were doing and their work was complicated. So they were rewarded financially, intellectually by their work. Now me, I'm passionate about reading. And I see the opportunity to have access to knowledge. That's what reading does. Now, reading books has made me happier and helped me to enjoy the journey of life in many areas. Because I've been committed to improving and becoming successful spiritually, financially, as a husband, a leader, a father, psychologically, building more empathy by reading biographies, uh, entrepreneurship. And also a career. The last takeaway is you don't have to be a genius to be extremely successful. Now, this talks about the Lewis Thurman study about geniuses where their IQ was above 150. Now, Lewis Thurman tracked the lives of 1,500 kids and he had the hypothesis that they will be successful in life. 
Now, in our society, people with IQs over 150, those people are geniuses. They're outliers in our society. Not normal to have an IQ like that. Now, the studies show that you just have to be smart enough to be successful. Because not all of the 1,500 kids were successful. There was people with lower IQs who were more successful than these, you know, quote-unquote geniuses. So the result is that there's more than having an IQ when it comes to being extremely successful. Now, for me, I don't feel like I'm a genius. You know, I'm a high school dropout. I really didn't read when I was young. But I had a passion and a desire to read more. So I was smart enough to read books by successful and intelligent people. So that may, that's my smart enough. And I was smart enough to adapt to that growth mindset in my life, which I read from a book by Carol DeWick, and that's episode one of this series. I was smart enough to adapt to having grit to my life. Episode two, grit, the book. I was smart enough to adapting my goals to be 10 x That's the 10x rule, episode three, I think. I also adapted to knowing that obstacles are the way to success, episode four. I also adapted the theory of living a daily life that continuously added to the compound effect, episode five, that book, Compound Effect, of my long-term goals, just consistently adding to that goal. And what does that all lead to? All five episodes to this episode, being an outlier. That's what I wanted to be. I was like, I'm average, but I can become an outlier when it comes to reading books. Alexander the Great, he was an outlier. He didn't just want to conquer one. He wanted to tech 10x. He wanted the whole world. He had grit. He had a growth mindset, always learning new strategies and using new tools. He had he knew that obstacles was the way to his success. No one was willing to do what he was doing because they just fell at the obstacle. Michael Jordan the same. He wasn't satisfied with winning one. Most people's goals is to win one championship. Michael Jordan wanted to do it every year. He practiced more than everybody. He had grit. He persevered. So outliers do everything in this series. So that's it. That's the last episode of the life-changing books that helped me read 105 books in 2017 now it's your turn to become an outlier when it comes to reading books so you can conquer more books i'm at my reading challenge i'm at 38 books out of 100 and i'm ahead that's really good good pace so let's connect on twitter instagram and facebook i'm more on instagram a little bit on twitter and the links are in the description the show notes and See you on the next one. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or any other platform, podcasting platform. So you don't miss the next episode where I talk about why you should surround yourself with more books than you'll ever have to read. <laughs>